The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes. Almost there. <clears throat> Thank you, Alliance. Uh, and before that, event sevenfold from a 16 years ago. Good Lord, Afterlife. But I am 100% addicted to their new album. It is a ridiculous adventure. And it's going to steer some people the wrong way. It's going to rub some folks the wrong way because they didn't go out and just make Metallica Jr. the record. It is. To me, it's, uh, I keep saying this, it's metal pet sounds. They're doing stuff that you just don't see coming. There's a standard on it. Like, the best way to describe it is like a Sinatra song. Hmm. It's weird. And it's, but the whole thing is just ties together beautifully. If you have good as Rival Sons? (laughs) <laughs> we get. It. I got into that with my friend Chris, who's like, "Rival Sons is better than that." And I'm like, "And I like Rival Sons. I think they're good." Okay, but I'm not blown away like Katero is. Man, I'm all over. And he didn't like the event Sevenfold. He said he thought it, he liked it. Actually, he just said I didn't think it was authentic. There, to me, it was a band who was told you've got to have a smash album here. It's been seven years, five years. What's it been since eighteen? They've been working on this since so, sixteen, yeah. seventeen. So yeah, well before the pandemic. Yeah, so they started this before the pandemic. They get then, two years pass, you know. That pandemic more they did break they just worked and worked and worked on whatever this is and it there's a couple of, and the song we're playing is great but i have i am a huge fan of the new album and i haven't said that about a new full album it's been a Since long thriller. time maybe <laughs> it might have been the last one it might have been thriller gap of time right to event sevenfold <laughs> i can't tell you the last album i've been that excited about top to bottom like there's been bands i'm happy with like i love royal blood i like you know, that was horrible. up there. I knew you really liked that well, one. Royal Blood, Highly Suspects, first two. But, I mean, even then, there's some skips in there. And I knew, listening to it, it wasn't, you know, any sort of groundbreaking anything. It was just good. I just liked it. This thing, to me, it's the Wizard of Oz. It's, it's pretty great. I like it. And it's going to be divided. Some people are going to love it. Larry cannot stop listening to it. Like, he's on a tear with that thing. And it's on a loop. Uh, and Brett, you need to explain some stuff. I tried to get the Italians right, into right. boxing. Yeah. Girl boxing doesn't have any merit whatsoever. I thought for sure, you know, the Italians would get a hold of it and make it a gambling thing. And then you see things like, you know, she's plus 500 and she's the hot one. She's going to win. So I put some money on the, we get the Italians in. Here's another thing. Tanner emails and says, did the WAP see the race results from the 24 hours of Le Mans? That's you. They're talking about you. Yeah, yeah I figured. It says, a Ferrari designed by Manzoni and Canizo and driven by Guidi and Giovanazzi. That's their guy's name. Guidi and Giovanazzi? Of course. Oh, <laughs> I'm Guidi and I'm Giovanazzi. Wow. What a power team. They won it all. 
by a lot. The fix is in. I'm waiting to see a news story about horse heads or 500 pounds of pasta in somebody's yard. <laughs> Italians can't win Le Mans Team with a Ferrari. Ferrari with Manzoni and Canizzo. Of course, they're back, baby. Guidio and Giovin. I do like it, though, because it makes gambling a lot easier. Oh, wait, Le Mans, Ferrari. Italian names. Guido, yeah. Guido and Giovinizzi are going to be driving. <laughs> All right, put your money on that just in case. I should have saw that on FanDuel last week. I uh, I was watching, you know, because I was on heroin all weekend. I was, I was watching TV in the middle of the night. Yeah, it was like Saturday, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was going into Sunday. And I'm like, why the hell is this? It was on one of those Deep Valleys channels, like Valleys, North Carolina or something. I don't know. what. The Ocho? I, yeah, it was one of those. And I'm flipping around on it, and I'm like, why in the hell is this on? And it says on my TV, Belgian Waffle Bicycle Race. Like, Belgian Waffles are sponsoring the bike race? Okay. I got to get to this event. I'm like, why would they televise this? And it's in North Carolina. And it said all that I needed to know right there. And I'm like, why is this on TV at all? Well, I found out what good TV is. There's a replay of something. Uh... The person that won it was named Austin Clips. Won the women's division. Oh. Because uh, went and, uh, a couple years ago, went and chopped his dick off and started to compete as a man. Won by four and a half minutes. Uh, finished, dominant finished performance. Multi-surface race, eight hours, 28 minutes is how long it takes. Seven, uh. Uh, yeah. It's long. It's a long bike ride. Yeah, four and a half minutes. You can pull four and a half minutes ahead in an eight-minute race. You probably have that as a discrepancy, but you never have had the trans thing. So they, the, the the Belgian waffle race in North Carolina, is a trans woman came out victorious in a 131-mile race through the Blue Ridge Mountains. How old is Austin? Uh, 74. That's no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's what I'm kidding. <laughs> Austin is. Next guess. You know what it didn't say? It doesn't say. I didn't know. But I'm watching it, and I'm like, why are they doing this? And they just they kept showing it. And so I looked the story up, and now it's kind of popping up on a bunch of things, saying, see, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. Uh, they're like, underneath the helmet is the face of someone who deserves respect. And I'm like, okay, Bally's, I see. You're about to go out of business. This is your last gasp effort to grab at something and uh, pull in some viewers. And you had me because the second you're like, that's the trans rider, you start wondering what's going to happen next. Like, is anybody on the side of the road going to, you know, chuck a, a dildo at it? Or is like, there, is there going to be some sort of a, a protest or an upper? So you watch for the potential soap opera. Nah, dude just won. Women, second place lady, you know, huh? I'm second place. Didn't seem to mind. Austin, uh, what is it again? Uh, it was, um, I, th- I didn't see the name. Uh, Austin Killips. Kill Lips. <laughs> uh, rides uh, nice bikes and uh, finished it up. And so I was oh. sitting there thinking, yeah, this is bad. 27. Need, need some more surgery? Yeah, keep going. Oh, you're not done yet, Austin. No. <laughs> yeah, you're. <laughs> could, could go for more, I think, is what we're saying here. I think we could. We're not quite there. Seems to be ah. a taller gal. Yeah, <laughs> seems to be quite a lanky gal. Kind of dwarfing <laughs> the thick. other competitors in the uh, victory. So even standing on the same platform. You know, Austin never won a race as a man. Even John Jay Leno would be going, keep yeah. going, bro, keep <laughs> yeah, going, yeah. bro. Yeah, John Jay Leno's not interested in this. So there's Austin Clips. 5'10". Not the tallest, no. I'm guessing, probably, but 
good size, you know, average male. Well, a little above average, but, you know, some man thighs, I'm sure, were involved in the making of that biker. And then uh, Austin... Got five grand to finish her up. Wonked its uh, wang off, yeah. And they still they managed to show clips of it on the uh, Valley's Deep South. I don't know what the hell stays, but there it was in North Carolina, in the Blue Ridge Mountains. There's Austin taking the trophy home. And it's uh, every time I turn the TV on, there's something going on where some transvestite is winning a race. And there's a woman in second place just has to, unfortunately... Somehow or another, swallow that D, you know? It's just one of those horrible things that she worked her whole life to try to be. And she is technically the best woman uh, racer, but she's not going to get the five grand. She got like $1,000. So you look at it from that perspective, and it's cutting into people's money and livelihood and strengths. And Again, you never see the, the, the scientific evidence leans so hard. That there, you know, you can identify all you want. There's never a woman transitioned to a man who stood on the top podium and held the trophy. It's never happened in a sporting event. There's no woman that's, I mean, maybe sewing or like some sort of, I don't know, getting stuck in dryers. We always talk about that. Something women are great at, uh, you know, uh, shop till you drop. One of those deals where a, a man transitions to a woman and then wins the whole thing. Uh, that's that's common. A woman transitioning to a man, you don't hear about that side of the controversy, and then you hear everybody tell you there's no science. It's just, you know, no, there is. Or it would work both ways. It would just be even up. Well, women's tennis icon, Martina Navratilova, yeah. is very uh, outspoken about kill-ups for winning the race. She uh, criticized him for winning a race in New Mexico. He's done it. And then her la- latest tweet about the... Belgian waffle win. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a joke. It is. And, it, you know, there's a certain point where everybody's just got to stop. But I realized as I watched it, oh, I see what's going on around Yeah, is they're uh, perpetuating this for ratings. Duh. This is genius. We're being bamboozled by the whole argument. And really what it is is Bally Sports taking sports no one would ever watch and making them interesting for the first time ever. Ever. And man, did he sell some drama because it says uh, he took the lead early before being passed briefly by Paige Onweller. Mm-hmm. That was just a brief passing and yeah. then won it by five minutes after. Well, his that. dick itched, so he's got to pull over and drain <laughs> the weasel, hop back on the bike and catch her. It's the tortoise and the hare. You know, sometimes the hare would sit and lean on a tree and go, I got you. And the tortoise would walk by, I'm going to win the race. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then. Hop back on with those man thighs, those canned hams she called thighs, and rolls forward. I know. I've seen pictures now, and I'm not interested. (laughs) I don't know anybody that's for this. I don't know. But the push on it is definitely from poorly rated events. It's never a sport that's any good that has this. It's always these weird, like, untelevisable things. There I was watching 15-minute recap of the Belgian Waffle Blue Ridge Mountain bike race because they told me there was a trans winner. And I'm like, oh, fireworks. I don't even care about the biking. I never have. I never will. But there it was. And something stupid's going to happen. So they keep, you know, they keep asking us what we think about it. We keep saying we think it's wrong. And it keeps happening. If you put this to a vote, it would be 97% to 2 to undecided and people would lose their minds saying no to this. And yet, it'll never be a vote. It's good ratings. Blue Ridge, Blue Mountain Waffle Race of the Year. I 
tuned blue in. Waffle. Yeah, the blue waffle. Oh, oh, the blue, oh, yeah. The Blue Ridge waffle. And now it's time for another edition of Where There's Smolay, There's Fire. I smell another Smolay. We just had one last week with Ellen Page saying that someone shouted out a car window to her that, I'm going to gay bash you, which no bigot ever says. They just gay bash. They don't announce it first. They just call you a homo F word and then throw something at you. That's what they do when they're really, or they just cowardly sit in their cars most of the time and shout it out with the windows rolled up. That's what most real bigots do. The loud ones never scream, I'm going to gay bash you. It's not happening. Prepare for a gay bash. Over the weekend, uh, and they showed too much of their cards here earlier, in the, before the season started for the muckery, and they brought back that hero, Brittany Griner, we all admit. Heroic behavior to get caught smoking weed in Russia. What a hero. I've fallen into this trap. I think she's heroic. Thank you again, Merchant of Death. Yeah, thank you so much for <laughs> for freeing the Merchant of Death. He did a great thing. Uh, so Brittany Griner uh, started to cry and whine in the middle of the offseason that they wanted chartered flights. She wanted, to, And that's a rule in the WNBA that you can't charter private flights for road games can't be done it's in the uh the wnba players union whatever but it's in the agreement that you can't have private flights you can't you got to fly where they say to fly so you're in the airport with the with the rubes and the regulars and the nba guys don't have to do that i'm sure they can uh, i mean you know you book it as a team sure you know just like when you see you're flying out of jsx groups they're not necessarily walking through baggage although they have yeah all birds morning sickness Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. So I don't remember. Do you have the story in front of you? The guy who yelled at him was a uh, conservative kind of podcast guy. He's done this before. Yeah. So he's at the Dallas airport and he's shouting at Brittany. What I would consider uh, are facts. You know. Uh, what you did was wrong kind of stuff. And kind of just shouting down Brittany Griner as the team rolled through. Uh, was he classy about it? No. Did he uh, do whatever? He attacked. But I also recognize that absolutely nothing happened. And now the big cry out is security for the WNBA players. They're not being taken care of. We need our own flights. They, they want more. They want another thing. Spirit Airlines right out there at uh, Gateway. <laughs> right, you can go to Gateway. Yeah. Nobody's going to, trust me, no one's going to follow you. The dude was yelling about the merchant of death. Right, he was yelling about the situation. Confrontation, they said, got so heated the man was tackled. Right. Law enforcement was involved. And he's a podcast guy who's yeah. done this. Uh, he's he's kind of a, he stirs the pot. This is He did this for his own sake, for his own attention. But it also feels like a little bit almost false to the idea that the, immediately they had the we see i told you we need it remember what we told you it feels set up it feels it doesn't feel accurate the britney griner story it, it does say um it's not clear whether griner was traveling on a charter flight on now she's Saturday allowed to now when the incident took place yeah she's been allowed to do it because they don't want any stirrups but yeah. they were shouting it at the team and i don't know if she was there or not but it became heated and everything else. And Diana Taurasi came out and said, see, we get now all of them want their own flights. Now, I, I think back to a, a Jackie Robinson's days. We all saw the movie. We all know Jackie's story. And Branch Rickey, the owner of the Dodgers, said, look. And Jackie didn't do anything wrong, by the way, outside of just show up black. And 
Branch Rickey said, they're just going to call you constantly. You have to smile at it. They're just going to rip you head to toe because you're black and you're going to hear the worst things ever. You're going to get threats. You're going to get everything else. We'll do everything we can to make sure that you don't die. You have to eat this for all the other guys that are behind you waiting to come up. You have to be the one that just takes their breath out. Like they scream it until they're tired of screaming it and you have to show them on the field. It doesn't bother you. That's a true hero. That's a dude who did nothing wrong. That is a pioneer of sport. That is a man who, who against every, uh, try that, anybody, try that out. Hey, every day of your life, you're just going to be degraded at work constantly, nonstop. And there is nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing we're going to do about it. It's just going to be allowed. The other team, the other team's managers, everybody's going to just sit and scream N-word this N-word that at you, and all you have to do is stay focused, play the game, and it'll shut him up. And he did it. That's what a hero looks like. That's what real sports heroes look like. Brittany Griner herself into a Russian jail. And then, you know, somehow or another we're trying to spin that into her being a Jackie Robinson the whole day. She's not. So now her... Even Hank Aaron. I don't want her to get hurt. I'm not saying anybody should ever... There should be security... For anybody that's worried about being attacked. The sun's playing sitting right now. Yeah, exactly. Float that around a little bit. But you can fly any way you feel like flying. I don't understand why they can't charter them around. They just don't want to put the dough up. Well, they'd lose enough as they, it is. It's, right, like, it's you already know. a lost leader, this sport. But, yeah, I just feel like this was like, oh, perfect. This, uh, an opportunity for us to get something we can't have because we can use it as a security measure. One guy so far... Has lost his mind. Jackie Robinson never got the welcome back. Jackie never got the, uh, you know, a fanfare when he went to Crawford Field in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh wasn't welcoming. Wherever Brittany's gone, it's been the safest place in the world. Everybody's on her side in her little element. She ventures out of that element, and she's got a few people shouting at her. So what they're trying to do is just put her in a bubble to keep this hero thing alive and also make sure that no one reveals what everybody else is truly thinking is that there's not a whole lot of hero here there's a whole lot of stupid there's a whole lot of i made terrible errors and we're trying to spin this story so the last thing we need is some guy with a camera shouting out what really happened i you know in this situation even though this guy was sh- shouting that i think any fan in the airport shouting like if he's wanting to get an autograph Odds right. are that person's going to get tackled. There's security. You just don't want a scene right. in the airport. There's security when someone starts losing their mind wherever you are yeah. most of the time, especially airports and everything else. Like, they, you know, the team and everything else. They call for enhanced security for all players. Why? This is never you're, – you're a quarter of a century year old league. You've been ignored for the most part for the last 25 years. Every player gets enhanced security now because Brittany Griner? I don't think so. Sometimes, sometimes you have to just eat it, and that's one of them. Now, people will disagree, like this guy. Starting to be unlistenable with all the trans bashing and divisiveness promoted. Used to be fun. I've been a listener for 25 years. Wow, 25. I've only been here for 22. Thanks for hanging around for 25. I don't know how I'm bashing. You disagree with the idea that a trans person winning a women's race is not scientifically... uh, Incorrect or definitely weighted. Okay. 
I'm sorry we can't have a conversation about that where your side isn't represented beautifully and you can't have your own thoughts without being angry. What's divisive about it? I'm divisive about the WNBA. It's a terrible product. That's all I'm thinking. I do love that uh, spicy one. <laughs> Sophie Cunningham looks at her. I don't see it as divisive at all. I see it as a scam. The Brittany Griner thing needs to be less of a fairy tale and more of what really happened. And I think people would respect it more. I think you'd get people off the fence, like me, who are like, Why isn't, what, what is being done here? Like when you see a spin, like most people do, we don't want that. But I smell a little smolay here. I feel like this is kind of a setup to say, oh, we can get our way if we just set up this, the world's attacking us, the, we're, it's us against the world type thing. Well, it couldn't have worked out better for the guy that was, uh, you know, yelling out the merchandise yeah. thing because his podcast. And, Through the moon now. Yep. People are curious about him because he's the one like telling truths. I understand you can disagree with it, but there's no denying she screwed up on her own. She went to jail in a country that has wildly strict drug rules. And in order to get her back, we had to give up an arms dealer that uh, funded and helped out our enemies for years and years. And a lot of Americans possibly, probably died because of him. Start the debate. I've got my side. I think it's crazy. It's flat crazy. And also in women's sports, I don't know if you saw this, the uh, women's U.S. national team took on, had three games uh, against a 15-year-old boys. Uh, 15-year-old boys with uh, two 14-year-olds, and then a mixed team of some older boys and some girls. All said and done at the end, the boys' teams won 24-1 to in three games. The only goal scored by the women's team was against the mixed team where they had a girl goalie. I know. I think it's funny, too. I watched a little soccer over the weekend, but it wasn't really? that. It was Man City's oh, I watched Man winning City. of the uh, the treble. <laughs> I don't know what that is. They it's get too the many triple, trophies. It's the triple league. You won the champions, the premier, and then they get everything. whatever one. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It is amazing. Yeah, good for them. I, they got too many championships over there. I don't understand how it works. But watching that Viking Holland. Yeah, I don't know any of the names. I just I watch for their hair. Nobody's hair moves. It's a fascinating sport. The, the, everybody's hair stays exactly as the game started. It's it's amazing to watch. Incredible to watch. But yeah, so Mercury, eh, WNBA, I see that as a game too to get more attention. Like, oh, are they, we should watch. Those poor girls are being harassed everywhere they go. It's been one guy, one guy in 25 years that's been kind of a credible knockdown at the airport. And by the way, they got him. They knocked him on his ass. He was, security was there and uh, that's it. You should never try to hurt or harass someone publicly. In an airport, yeah. it's not going to last long. No, you're going down, especially in an airport. Yeah. That's a place where security's a little bit touchy. You start getting a little loud and mouthy there, they tug you away fast. So, yeah, not too worried about it. I think you guys are going to be fine. Answer, no. Keep flying the way you're flying. Uh, no, uh, go back to being oblivious to, uh, to us. And the good news is I don't think there's any flight delays. <laughs> yeah, everything was on time. Right, everything stayed on time. Southwest runs a magical operation over there, so when the girls get on the plane, they know they're getting there on time. Yeah, if anything, you should just be fighting for you know business class at the very least. Get an American, do something. Can't spirit step up. Yeah, someone is there? No Spirit Airlines like special WNBA 
30% off. What an opportunity. Huge. We'll give you security. We'll walk you from your bus to your terminal. They'll charge you for it, though. They charge sure, for they everything. Well, yeah, they're going to charge mean, them, but, I mean, that's part of the game. Yeah, I don't get it. it. It seems to me that crying out for security when security did exactly what it's supposed to do. Nobody ever said, hey, great job, security. Everybody's bitching like they were in peril. No, security handled it, like, real easily. So then some PR yeah, it, genius it got it. easily just been a guy was yelling at or the security got it, and that was it. Because before that, were there any other incidents going on? No. Not that I know of. No, not one. It just seems like Britney's being having a pretty easy go, if you ask me. I don't think anybody really cares to attack her. Maybe say some things she's uncomfortable with, which is what I think was going on there. Uh, I don't think anybody's really going to attack her. And if they did, we got laws against that. And hopefully somebody will stop anybody who's got bad intentions like that. That's not right. But let's be honest about what's going on around here. She's fine. The teams don't need security. Nobody's after them. <laughs> this guy says, I can argue trans athletes. It's women's sports. No one cares. You can put trans in it. It still doesn't matter. I thought that until I watched the Blue Ridge Mountain Waffle Race. And I thought the only reason I'm watching this is to see how much the trans wins by and how upset second place looks. I just wanted to see the sad face. Remember Michaela Maroney got that smirk because she came in second in the Olympics and it became a meme? That's what I was looking for. Good stuff like that. Anyway. Until it happens the other way around. Yeah. Then maybe yeah. there's something. But when a woman, I don't think it'll. When a woman adds a dick to her body and then wins a men's event, I'll be like, whoa, okay. I was wrong. It's not going to happen. Very confident in my position. It's every day. So then I started thinking, oh, this is a game by the television stations and stuff. This is a game by those sports. They're trying to get us interested for no reason. In sports, we don't care about because live events are where TV is going because otherwise it dies. So soon it will be like a, a car racing event. Will that be a thing? Le Mans? One by... You know, Benicio Guidi Benitucci, but it used to be, you know, Lorena. Oh! That'll happen. That's not happening. We'll see. Who knows? It's just an interesting thing that you can't, you can't escape it. Like every news story, everything's all sitting right in front of you. Always, the trans athlete did this. What's the end game here? I don't understand. Yeah. This guy says, man, the world's changed. If you don't agree with me on everything, you're a divisive asshole. Pretty soon he'll call you a white supremacist just for having an opinion that's different. Maybe. I don't care anymore. What are you going to do? Doesn't bother me either way. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. What? Is this a... Uh-oh. This. He had the remix done oh. for his. Jim Rome is outside. He hasn't been here in a long time. Rome? What in the world? All right. Come on in, Jim. What do you got? Jim Rome, everyone. Wow. Great day to be here. Great to see you, Brett. How you doing, Jim? Brady, my condolences to you and your family. Thank you, Rome. understand that Brady lost his father over the weekend, and that is tragic. Torpedo Tom. The listeners are eulogizing as usual, and I've been going through your emails, checking them out. 
one after the other. Would you like to hear them? I would. It's great stuff. Dear Romy, tell Brady I am sorry. We will always remember what Torp did for us. Our flags are at half-staff on Cuba. That is a great message from Cuba. Oh, man. Brady helped with the revolution. Dear Romy, the reason Brady is seeing the silver lining is because he just saved $38 on a Father's Day present. Great work. <laughs> Signed Huge week. Brady's Internet and Yahoo. Great point. <laughs> Dear Romy, I cannot wait to finally meet Brady. I'm going to the funeral next week. I have so much to tell him. Signed, Lunch Lady's daughter, unquestionably Brady's half-sister. <laughs> they're all coming one. out. They're all going to be showing up at the funeral. A load of Brady lookalikes. This, uh, dear Romy, I'm still Brady. In all honesty, his father was never one of my favorite patients. He didn't meet the full criteria. But I will say I hope that that sweet prince rests peacefully. And I will miss our tender, long goodnight kisses. That we've shared over these last few weeks on Nathan Sutherland. That is horrible. Oh, that is a terrible, oh, terrible. Man. Dear Brady, your dad's a dirty line cutter, signed Ted Kaczynski. Wow, he cut right in front of him there in the line to the gates. Dear, this was his, dear Brady, I'm so sorry for your loss. Losing a parent is horrible, and you never, ever, ever get over it. It's been over 50 years since mine's been gone. And someday I keep thinking he'll just walk right through that front door sign, Toledo. <laughs> a great one. Dear Brady, oh, why, oh, why must we suffer this way? And why can't my suffering end? Why couldn't it be me instead of Torp, signed Toledo's dad? <laughs> Dear Brady, your family has once again jilted me out of a deal. I am owed one round with Jack Nicholas, and he never paid it off. Signed, Chicago Pete. Oh, man. Torp's partner in Cuba. That is true. You do not want to piss off Chicago Pete. That is for sure. Didn't know that. I thought they were squared up. Dear Brady, death can be hard. If you need any help, I'm here for you. Signed, O.J. Simpson. Well, that is great. (laughs) Thanks, Juice. That's a really good email right there. Dear Brady. Can we grab a flight with you off to Columbus? We feel it will be safer if you're on the plane. Sign the entire Phoenix Mercury. <laughs> Never any fun, Brady. Romy, you're on fire. Dear Brady, could you please go through your dad's top drawer and see if he had any of that pain-killing weed they give old people? Sign Brittany Groiner. <laughs> it's for medicinal purposes, she says. Excellent. Brady, everyone is sad for you, and it is a tough time. Well, thanks for coming in, Romy. It's great to be here. Brett, always good to see you. Good to see you, too. <laughs> Brett is always around doing things. Being Brett. Moving money. That's right. We should tie Mop to Brett's back so no one slips and falls in the trails he leaves as he walks. <laughs> it's a great day. Those are the eulogized emails from these horrible human beings. I'm out. Well, good people, good people. Didn't expect Romy to come in and help out with Brady's horrible day. Boy, all the guests that we got signed by Jimmy. Jimmy and, Fallon, it's man. a big deal. It's a big Carson. Thing. That's, That's right. The late Johnny Carson for no reason. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. Somebody actually emailed and said, cut to the chase, Brady, how much you getting? <laughs> Nada. 
People are horrible. Bunny is still alive. Yeah, I know. And then it says, P.S. It's always hard. I'm just playing around. Hopefully he understands it. I think he gets it. I think he's all right. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, anyway, people are being kind. And uh, hopefully they're doing it over there on the uh, big board. I have gotten a couple of things. Have you? Any good ones? Guns and knives. Oh, he's been handing out some stuff on the way out the door. My dad said that to me the other day when we were talking on the phone. We got this ranch out here in Texas. I'm really enjoying it. And, uh, you know, I think you'd, en- I think you'd enjoy this. It's like a piece. Of- he's got tons of land out there now. He went out to Texas and just went crazy. And he's like, uh, I think this would be something. You-. I'm like, I'm not. When I'm done working, the last thing I want to do is live in a a million acre vineyard ranch that- with 20 donkeys. And I'm like, it sounds- you sound like you're giving me a job. Well, I mean, if you know. I would think you'd love this. And I'm like, I will, with a big for sale sign in the front. And, oh, you would sell it immediately? Uh, but, like, I might do it before you go. That's a lot of property to manage. I'm, I don't like mowing my grass. Uh, can Al come by, my workers, and work acres into acres? I think that's illegal now. What's going to be cool, though, is your garage is going to look like John oh, Wick's garage. I don't know what's going to happen. you take on those gun safes. and He's got tons of gun safes. And, and he, what I, he sent me a picture of uh, his uh, taxidermied stuff. He's got a, a, like a bunch in this barn he's got. And it's like the wall is... Two stories high. It's um, bigger. It's probably three. All just heads. And then he's got a whole bedroom in his house. Just stacked crazy deep. You know, it's it's a lousy with, with dead animal heads. I mean, 40, 50, just plopped on top of each other. And I'm like, and he doesn't have any room on the wall in a barn for more. And he keeps going and getting more. I'm like, quit taxidermying. Well, I want them as trophies. I'm like, look what you've done with the trophies. There's a room of piles of heads like you're, like you're Dahmer. It, it took a while from on my dad's, the, the last few, there's... There's probably ten scattered across um, three Cabela's and one he's Bass them Pro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'd end up doing. It's just like, but he's got loads of them. And I, yeah, I, to me, I just don't get that whole thing. I mean, because my grandfather had a couple, and my dad, when he passed, my dad's like, "You want them? What the hell am I going to do with a big deer? No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, why do I want? I don't get a head hanging off my head. I've got one in my above my garage. I just remembered. It's the first white tail he got. It's in 1964. Oh, wow. That thing looks like a, it's got to be a zombie deer. I yeah. haven't seen it in years. And it's <laughs> yeah, been up in that hot. It took off. <laughs> yeah. By the way, someone just emailed and said, uh, if Romy could read this again, but he's gone. It says, uh, would, uh, we would like to offer Bunny a free membership to help her get over her loss. Signed, Tinder. I don't know if she's going to start. I don't know if she's ready for that quite yet, but... What if in like a, like two weeks your mom's like, I want you to be the guy I didn't see it. <laughs> you can get her back on the horse like she didn't have time to waste. It happens that way. Sometimes. at that age. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't long um, for my aunt, her sister. They don't have time to like court. And most of the time it's someone they've known for years. Yeah, they've been eyeballing somebody. And deep down you wonder, oh, is this brand new or... Did mom start getting on the good foot while everything You're was going? You're a good guy. So. We're drawing the line right here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody's That's yours. This is hers. Yeah. They're not putting. Yeah. They're not putting things together as far as like you know Lego. You guys bits, have but, fun. Yeah. Just enjoy yourself. But yes, you're not separately. You're not getting any of this. There, there is definitely a no nup going on here. I wouldn't do this to your kids. Yeah. 
truthfully, that's the reason why uh, most kids hate when their dads, like Pacino, starts dating some 29-year-old. Is because you worry that all now that he's done. Kid. Well, that, yeah, they got a kid, but all, uh, like, she might get in there and get a chunk of this. Yep. They, nobody really cares that your dad's boning a 29-year-old. And deep down here, everybody's kind of like, nice job. I was like Anna Nicole Smith, that, but, that whole thing. Her, but the that whole dude's family, kids lost they, their minds. Well, I don't blame them. I don't blame them, yeah. Immediately and flashed those huge cans, and that old man was signing things with and his what? mouth. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah. yeah give it all to that girl. Kids have always been pricks, and he's got a pen in his mouth just bobbing his head around right now. <laughs> right here, doll. Yeah. I'm right here using my cans. <sighs> Sign over the yacht. <laughs> if my dad started, you know, knocking around with some 20, 30-year-old girl, I'd be like, all right, we got paperwork involved in this, right? Like, all your hard work through your whole life isn't going to her, is it? Why not? I suppose you're right, but... I mean, she is making your golden years a lot easier. And if she's willing to wipe your ass, I don't. And yours, too, actually. Yeah, that's very you true. Know? Very true. Very true. <laughs> was, people are asking this. Is the lady, is the aunt who showed her breasts to you in the hot tub, Torp's, Torp's side of the family? My mom. Oh, okay. My mom's sister. Okay, because this guy says, does this mean Aunt Tata's is no longer technically related and now can make the move on Brady? <laughs> Nope, still related. That doesn't go away with people passing. That was one of the of Dad's last jokes, actually, because Luann um, has started to uh, met a new guy, and they've Ooh. gone out a couple of times. But she was assuring that there's nothing romantically. Aunt Tata's, and, yeah. And Ooh. my sister goes, "Oh, is it because he needs a? Uh, he's got an ED problem." Hey, your right? sister shouldn't be asking that. She was saying that as you know to. To get a rise out of right. Well, and she's like, "Oh, Amy." And then my dad says, "And this is all from watching afternoon TV." Yeah, maybe he's got Peroni's disease. <laughs> his dick sideways. <laughs> Your dad wondered about that. He made it through his whole life without that. <laughs> oh, leg cramp. <laughs> you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're losing Brady <laughs> just, too. Wow. Oh, within twenty-four hours, they both go. All right, take a walk. Take a wander around. That's your punishment for being such a dick. Uh, what do you got in the big board of musical treats over there, Bruce? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you, as always, by our friends over at Action Ride Shop. Father's Day coming up this weekend. And, God, uh, how, oh, my God. Hey, he's right unbelievable. There. Hey, I'm getting paid to say this, so I got to say it. <laughs> Screw him. So, <laughs> we're so tender as a group. Uh, that day is coming up this weekend, so no better place to pick up some stuff for Dad to hit the trail. You know, you can get, pick him up a new bike, some goggles. Any of the gear you're going to need, or hell, you can, you and dad, you just go rent a bike and go out in the mountains together. But to actionrideshop.com, they're going to hook you up with that. And plus, if you're, uh, if you're looking to go ride, they got a complete checklist of all the things you're going to need. So, like, before you leave the house, yeah, you need right to download their checklist of, you know, make sure you bring the goggles, the broad, you know, the camel pack, everything. So, I don't have a back and chest protector, do you? Uh, no, I oh, don't. I probably get one of those. Trail pants, rain jacket, windbreaker, goggles, knee pads, gloves, jersey, long or short. He's got all that hair on the back. Socks, <laughs> which I always have. Oh, yeah. Those action shocks are yeah, awesome. Yeah, they're great. Cushcore tire inserts, tires, brake pads, chain tuned up. That's your bike prep item. So this is a pretty good checklist. Yeah. I, I would have failed this most of the way through. Although, I don't go on any like, weekend rides. So I don't really need that. I mean, that's for the bike park. So, sure, like, sure. you know, with... with uh, 
Angel Fire in New Mexico closed right. and stuff. They just turned into a big bike park, so it's cool. But then they start using the full face helmets and everything else. Yeah. Bike and chest or, uh, chest protectors. It's not a bad idea, though. Brady, this one says, uh, just heard the news this morning from Jimmy and Johnny Carson. Good to hear them both. Brady, uh, thanks for sharing a little bit of tour with us over the last 20 years. Wishing you nothing but happiness, peace, and love. Good stuff for you and your family at this time. Cheers to the old Torp. Signed out. See, some people are Thanks. kind. Some people are nice and understand how things go. Some aren't so much. I've gotten a lot. Ten this morning. <laughs> Bray Samuel, who's a friend, says, what if Brady's mom started dating Toledo's dad? Oh, that's going to be trouble. <laughs> Toledo's dad shows up with flowers. I've had my own for quite a while. Oh, man. I'm moving to a gold mine in Montana, Brady. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, here's the list. We do have friends that have a ranch in Montana. Yeah, maybe it's Toledo's it's a, old man. My, uh, related to my dad. It's whitefish. They might show up. I wonder how far is that from mm. Bozeman? Or- yeah, probably everything's far apart in Montana, but especially a, a father and a son. Super far apart. <laughs> <laughs> On the list. <laughs> Guns N' Roses, Live and Let Die, Man on a Silver Mountain, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper, Cemetery Gates, uh-huh. uh, Another Hero Lost from Shadows Fall. That's a good one. Uh, Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, American Badass from Kid Rock. There it is. Metallica. Nothing Brady's dad would have wanted more than have Kid Rock play his funeral. Yeah. I think. No Bud Light served. <laughs> that is a fact. American Badass. I like that. That's for tour. That's a fact. The truth. The truth. All right. Is your leg okay? Yeah. In the stretch? Yeah, yeah. I have been stretching. Okay. Unbelievable. Calf? No, it's the hammy. Oh, boy. Pull the hammy. Sitting down. This is it. My hammy. You should lay down. You're going through a lot. Uh, It's for your dad, though. That's true. We we handle things with very dark humor. And Brady, hey, look, this is Brady's idea to go down this road with Jimmy and all that. Somebody emailed, uh, um, Father's Day Brady for Friday Squares. I'm like, Jesus, you people, these people, they're worse than all of us. But it is funny because it's the only thing we got. Uh, somebody also suggested that for his uh, first tombstone, could we write hashtag rise of the f***s on it at all? Is that a possibility from Friday's rise of the homo F-words talk? Hilarious. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.